This is the Tyler Morgan Show. Extra shots on Patreon.com. That's right. This is the Tyler Morgan Show. Doing a little extra shot here on Patreon. Um, make a little uh, bonus content for subscribers there. And I just got to say, those of you who are going out of your way to follow me on Patreon and to subscribe, thank you so very much. Uh, I am happy to make this content for you that way. You know, again, it's something extra for you. It is a little incentive to thank people for their patronage. Uh, we go through this. I don't have my Patreon <laughs> tears pulled up, but basically, even if you are the lowest level subscriber, um, there'll be a monthly AMA I'll put out, you know, so people can, you know, email me questions, stuff like that. Um, you will get the regular podcast, except uh, that block in the middle where I usually have my ads. I will make that disappear just special for you. Um, and then you get the extra shots, these little bonus episodes that allow me to talk about some stuff that maybe I couldn't get to during the course of the regular show. So, uh, stick back. So kick back with me, kick back with me, stick with me. I don't know whatever you want to do. Um, and we're going to get into some things about, um, this new crazy guy, girl thing. I don't know. Running our nuclear fuel waste disposal program. So, as we all know, you might not know the name. You've probably seen the pictures of the, the bald guy in the dress. That is Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton is the uh, Biden appointee to head up. Um, I, this is a mouthful. A offer U.S. Department of Energy for the senior executive service position of deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition in the office of spent fuel and waste disposition with a duty location in Washington, DC. Whew. That's a mouthful. I would hate to see the business card. Um, but again, Sam Brenton, he's, um, like I said, you've seen him as the bald guy in the dress as the bald guy in the dress doing Presentations on kink, you know, with dudes in leather gimp suits wearing leashes. And um, this is a guy who defended a website that was known for underage male prostitution. He defended it. Yet his position within the government. This is a guy who is in charge of, you know, how we dispose of waste nuclear fuel. It's a very important position. And now I'm not going to say that he's not qualified. I'm sure he has had the requisite education. I'm sure he's smart as a whip. However, I do have to question judgment do we want a guy who 
opens himself up to these kinds of attacks because, like I said, he once defended a website that pimped out underage boys, young men, teenagers, to pedophiles and pederasts for reasons. Well, on top of all of it, uh, let's see. This is reading from uh, National Pulse. The byline is K. Christopher Powell and one of my favorite uh, former Breitbart guys, uh, Raheem Kassam. And it's insane. Freedom of Information Act request filed by the National Pulse reveals Sam Britton's taxpayer funded salary of $178,063, placing him among the top 1% of other federal salaries. It is also around five times the national median individual income. Britton, who received the job offer in allegedly strange circumstances in January 2022, will also enjoy a top secret Q clearance level in the Department of Energy. The designation top secret is applied to information. Quote, the unauthorized disclosure of which reasonably could be expected to cause exceptionally grave damage to the national security. Uh, DOE uses its own terminology to classify security clearances, describing the Q-level clearance as, quote, similar to what is completed by other agencies for a top secret national security information access clearance, or as uh, one of the ones that we would see on occasion when I was in the Army was a TSSCI, Top Secret Secret Compartmentalized Information. Basically, um, you can see parts of things, but you can't see it all. That way, not you don't be you can't be used to put a whole picture together based off of any information you have. You only see a little bit of it. So he's basically got that. He has the uh, the access to the top secret information he needs to do his job about. Um, how are we disposing of this nuclear fuel? Which, don't be wrong, it's kind of a big job. However, as the access to secret re restricted data requires a Q access authorization, the agency continues. The initial job description for Britain's post described the position's security level as critical, sensitive, high risk. The Office of Personnel Management, OPM, describes what this classification entails. Potential exists to bring about a material adverse effect on the national security, causing exceptionally grave damage. Any, possession, any position receiving a position sensitivity designation of CS shall automatically carry with that designation, without further agency action, a high-risk designation. Britain's personal posts have also revealed the gravity of his appointment, sharing on Twitter on June 29th, I lead a staff of hundreds and a budget of millions with a nuclear waste fund. I'm responsible for it over $45 billion. As leader of the office overseeing the management of the nation spent nuclear fuel. Uh, the revelations followed the National Pulse expose of appointee Samuel Brinton's past as a drag queen, LGBTQ plus I 
LGBTQIA2 plus ad infinitum activist who has lectured on kink at college campuses and participated in interviews about fetish roleplay. Now, here is really where the problem lies. How does his past affect his ability to do his job? Because maybe it's not anything necessarily that he did that was, you know, unethical or anything like that, or maybe it is. But what if it's something that he thinks he did that should remain under the table? No one should know about it. It definitely should not be above board. Again, I'm not saying he used the services of a website that pimped out young men and boys to perverts, to rapists. I'm not saying he partook of their services. But what is there that could potentially be used against him. Now, um, at a, at clearance, yeah, clearancejobs.com, they actually have an article that was written last year about sexual behavior and security clearances. And, uh, Mr. Brenton, I think if you are subscribing on Patreon, you might want to be listening. Many people have concerns about how their past sexual indiscretions may negatively affect their security clearance eligibility. Most sexual misconduct is either not a potentially disqualifying condition for security clearance or it can be fully mitigated by passage of time without recurrence and the absence of any susceptibility to blackmail or coercion. Security clearance appeals of initial denials were down approximately 50% in 2020, but to the 529 cases heard by Defense Office of Hearings and Appeals in 2020, only six cited sexual behavior as a security suitability issue. Oh, but yeah. Goes on, and it goes on to say why these uh, sexual behaviors are a security risk. Uh, the Guideline D, Sexual Behavior, of the Adjudicative Guidelines for Determining Eligibility for Access to Classified Information states, The concern, sexual behavior that involves a criminal offense, reflects lack of judgment or discretion, or may subject the individual to undue influence or coercion, exploitation, or duress. These issues, together or individually, may raise questions about an individual's reliability, trustworthiness, and ability to protect classified or sensitive information. Sexual behavior includes written transmit or <clears throat> skip the line. Conduct occurring in person or via audio, visual, electronic, or written transmission. No adverse interference concerning the standards and the guidelines may be raised solely on the basis of the sexual orientation of the individual. Okay. So they can't say, okay, because you're gay and you're having sex with men or you're a lesbian, you're having sex with women, you should be denied, which there are lots of people who are gay and lesbian, bisexual, that they have vanilla sex lives. Nothing crazy. They meet the love of their life who happens to be of the same 
you know, same sex, and they live happily ever after. No big deal. They don't have dalliances. We'll call it dalliances, where they could be used, be held over them that, hey, we know about this one time. So if you don't get us this information, yeah, we're going to make you go public and we're going to embarrass the crap out of you. Now, in that case, there are conditions that could raise security concerns that may be disqualifying. Sexual behavior of a criminal nature, whether or not the individual has been prosecuted. Basically, if you stand accused of raping somebody or being a, you know, Chester the molester, that can be grounds to not give you a clearance. A pattern of compulsive, self-destructive, or high-risk sexual behavior that the person is unable to stop or that may be symptomatic of a personality disorder. Huh. Sexual behavior that causes an individual to be vulnerable to coercion, exploitation, or duress. I will come back to that. Sexual behavior of a public nature and or that which reflects a lack of discretion or judgment. All right. So I said, I wanted to come back to that one. My question is, if you are leaving, leading a sexually deviant lifestyle that is completely out in the open, does that make you less of a security risk? Because, you know, I'm on video giving these talks on kink. I have made who I am all over social media. Me and my dresses and my shaved bald head. Blah, 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 blah. You see, for that one to be of a major concern, a person would have to know, oh, oh, it's a five-letter word. Shame. Yeah, you would have to know Shame. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I think that there's a lot of issues that fall into many of those other disqualifying characteristics that I think should, you know, prohibit granting a Q clearance to Sam Brinson. And the fact that his that it's it's one thing when a person has closeted depravity. Now that's not that's not mean I am, you know, being forgiving of very blatant depravity. You know, you got it flaunted. I'm I'm not saying that. But when you take a guy who has never worked in the field outside of college. He's never worked at a nuclear plant, being in charge of a plant's fuel or waste fuel disposition. And then you suddenly put him in charge of the entire nations with a budget of, as he pointed out, $45 billion. 
you really have to know who you're getting. And in something as sensitive as, you know, transporting spent fuel from a facility in, you know, BFE to um, basalt caves in you know, Nevada or wherever they are to, you know, safely secure spent nuclear waste. And do we really want that person in charge? Do we want the person who has no issues, apparently, with your children being pimped out? And apparently, he would have been fine with uh, Jeffrey Epstein because, you know, I defended the free speech rights of a of a website to sell sex sexual encounters with minors who can't consent. And, you know, a foreign power, what are they going to hold over his head? Oh, we have this picture of you. You have this picture of you in a dress. Yeah, you got it off my Instagram. I mean, seriously, how are we letting these kind of nut jobs be in charge of everything that is our national security? All right, so that's going to wrap up the first extra shot for uh, going on Patreon. So again, I just got to say thank you to those of you who are subscribing on Patreon, who are obviously paying to listen to this episode. Um, It's amazing that you want to do this. And so I did get looked up. Here are the benefits that you will get as a listener on Patreon. You know, if the official patron, $5 a month, that gets you to the monthly AMAs and it gets you these episodes. And don't worry, I'm, I am saying this when I go on to do the regular live show. Uh, again, all access patron, those are $10 a month. Monthly AMAs, bonus episodes, early access to episodes whenever I get the opportunity to do interviews. VIP patron, that's $20 a month. Again, same thing as everyone else. You will get a patron shout out. And at this stage, you will be eligible for uh, quarterly an exclusive sticker, mug, t-shirt, or hoodie. Again, just as the quarter goes on. So again, then the ultimate patron, $50 a month or more, all the same stuff. And if we do live events, you will be a VIP on those live events. So again, Thank you for joining me on Patreon. Thank you for supporting this and helping to build up a better show. Again, thank you so very much. And as always, stay relentless.